I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, and welcome back to the Mass Singer Rahap Podcast, where every week, permitted, we come together and we talk all about our favorite, wacky, mysterious show, The Mass Singer. I am your host, Puya, the Tumblr, Zanvakili, and I'm here to talk about everything Group C. It's our first impressions with five new talents, but I'm not here alone, never here alone. I've got my partner in crime with me. Make some noise for Liana, the Tupperware Boris. Liana, how are you doing today? Just like Robin's Bahama shirt, I'm about to party. Uh, We finally (laughs) got to see our last group of contestants, which was really nice. Uh, So now we kind of had to have a sense of who all is on this season. I think it definitely makes going through that list of accomplishments a little bit more uh, more interesting because now Mm -hmm. we can actually start to cross people off the list. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to get into everything with you about group C. Yeah, I'm very excited. I will say just right out the gate. Uh, let me give you my quick impressions. I think that we can safely say group B is the most talented of the three. Now that we've met all three. I would agree with that. I think group B is the most talented, which I hate the fact that there is six people in that group um, I because <laughs> I was like, we can't spare a little talent for group C. No <laughs> to group C. Um, I think if I had to rank, even though we obviously we know ranking is arbitrary and reductive, I would probably say B and then A and then C in order of strongest um, performers. But that being said, I still enjoyed a lot of the performances from this episode and And I think we probably have one top contender here who could win. Um, And then I think it's going to be a race to see who else joins the mushroom um, (laughs) in uh, in the semifinals. Yeah, no, I co-sign everything you're saying over there. And I do think that Group A ultimately um, had some weaker performers. But even the worst Group A performer was better than the worst performer of B or C. And C just overall has not had the best outing. However, that doesn't mean there wasn't a fun a fun episode. I had a good time watching this. And the hype was real. I think that the one-week hiatus in between Group B and C was actually nice because I think I appreciated Mass Singer more getting it back on my screen. So I can't complain there. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was nice coming back to the mass Singer because I, you know, we so we watched this together um, mm-hmm. and as soon I was like, OK, yeah, we got to watch mass Singer. And then as soon as the first, you know, squiggly monster came out and the song started, especially because, you know, the CCR, I was like, all right, I'm back in. Let's <laughs> do this. Like I'm doing the hand motions. I'm weaving my arms back and forth, much, much to your chagrin. But I, I had a great time. Yeah, no, I, I had a great time too. I've watched it twice. Both times were nice. That did not, wasn't supposed to rhyme, but it did. So, but that, you couldn't do that thrice. That wouldn't be as nice. You can't rhyme nice with nice. I mean, I guess you can. I don't make the rules. Hey, that's not the name of the game, but that's the name of the price. Okay, let's go. So, <laughs> I heard it's right. This is. <laughs> That's my favorite game show. The Price is Rice. <laughs> the Price is Rice. <laughs> it's, oh my god! Okay, sorry. Brilliant new idea. So it's like The Price is Right, but it's The Price is Rice, and so you have to guess how much this is worth in rice. So it's like, oh my gosh, we have a, um, a brand new tel- plasma television. You know, uh, eighty inches. Enzo would love to have this. How many bags of rice? And then you're like, okay, jasmine rice. We talking brown rice? How many pounds? Like it could be fascinating. I'm sure. It's a hit. Fox, hit me up. Fox, hit me up. <laughs> I mean, they they greenlit, so I think I can see your voice. So I think, like, we're good. I, I will never get over how you pronounce that show, and you've just added more syllables to it. But it's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's never ending. I guess maybe, yeah, it's the competitor, right? Because the Price is Right is on CBS. So this mm-hmm. is the competitor to the Price is Right. The Price is Right. <laughs> All right, let's get into this episode before I get too far off track. Before you get too far off track? (laughs) I didn't think this was that far off track. That ship ship has set sail, my friend. Here's the thing, okay? So here's where we're at. Um, They decided, so initially it looked like this was like a TikTok-themed episode, but we didn't get any... We didn't get like the, you know, the new clue, the spare clue or anything, but the opening shot was some TikTok themed shenanigans. What did you think of that? I know you're a big TikTok person. Oh, yeah. Color me excited. Uh, So I think because the we had groups A and B, we saw them twice. Mm -hmm. We were like ready to see the the fun clue, the pinata, whatever it was. But that was actually the second episode of group A and group B. So I think what is going to happen. Do you know, are we getting group C part two next week? Yes, we're getting group C part two. Yeah. So so that's my guess is, is that they'll do the the, you know, the bizarre situational clue mm. at the end next week. Um, and this was supposed to be just the intro episode to all of these contestants. Well, I, before we move any further, because we brought up next week, I'll just tell you this right now. I'm going to give you a guess. Who's the guest judge next week? Is it Joel McHale? It is not Joel McHale. Oh, shoot. Well, then yeah. I don't know. Is it someone, um, uh, Jamie Foxx? Uh, close. It's Wayne Brady. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, good. Oh, I'm very excited. Yeah. I wish they were going to use him on a later episode where mm-hmm. we sort of condense the talent a little bit more. But that being said, I'm excited for him to come back. I really enjoyed T-Pain when he was back because I think it's nice to have somebody who actually competed on the show give their insights because yes. they can say, oh, this is something that's actually very challenging to do. They can, you know, provide more context to some of the things. And so I think having Wayne Brady it will be will be lovely. So, oh, good. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing, too. They um. 
it was in a preview that was uploaded an hour or so ago on the Mass Singer page, and the uh, Wayne Brady is wearing a TV mask, and they're calling it the TV, and they don't tell us it's him, but I know that singing voice a mile away. So, not that I'm percent sure it's Wayne Brady, but we'll get the confirmation next week. But we're not here to talk about next week. We're here to talk about this week, and I just want to dive right in and talk about. Of course, Robin Thicke's look, not the not the people. What did you think of Robin Thicke's outfit this episode? I mean, this is like his whole vibe now, right? Because I think we've sort of seen this now consistently for several episodes. Mm-hmm. It's the hair. I feel like the hair, because he can't get a haircut, is then somehow being channeled into this, I don't know, Benny Hanna. Not that, um, no, it's not what I'm thinking about. Crabs. Like a Hawaiian luau waiter. <laughs> Oh, what am I thinking of? Oh my god! Wait, what are you? Where are you going from, Benny Hanna? That's my question. <laughs> Tommy Bahama wearing. Oh my! Uh, like mix it, like mix it all together, like Jimmy Buffett kind of. I don't know. Whatever. That's that's the vibe. I feel like we've talked about this before, and I think it's just continuing. <laughs> yeah, and then um, if I may, real quick, Ken John dresses like a fifty-year-old trying to look twenty-three. Um, so you mean a sexy sangria? Oh, uh, 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 <laughs> what yeah, is that, a that, sexy sang- like? Was it necessary that it was sexy? Like, is it you're dressing like sangria, your sangria? Isn't every sangria sexy? Okay, first of all, that's not what. No, I, I mean maybe, but I don't think of when I think of sangria, I don't think like, oh yeah, that's sexy. Like sangria is like, is it What's because a sexy the- beverage? <sighs> a martini. Really. Is Martin more of, of a suave yeah. beverage? Oh, oh, it's suave, not sexy. Yeah, but James yeah. Bond is sexy and suave. But like, I'm thinking sexy. Mm, sex on the beach. <laughs> it's in the mm, name. That's more erotic, if anything. Okay. Well, I don't know what I'm this is become. Lectured. Why? Are you, I feel like I throw out an idea. You're like, mm, let me think of a different adjective that makes more sense. I, I wanted. I wanted to hear what your thoughts were, and then I was like, oh, your thoughts are incorrect in my opinion. So then I, I, I changed it. Okay, we'll just tier tier list them. So sexiest yeah. beverage. <laughs> Save it for the stream. Save it for the stream. Mm-hmm. Okay. So without any further ado, let's talk about the squiggly monster here. Now, Liana, this was one of your picks, so why don't you take the reins on this one? Oh, yes. Um, I can't remember. Actually, you know what? I can look it up, but I can't remember what I initially said. Oh, what did I just knock over? Oh, no, my magazine. What? (laughs) Why why is a magazine nearby right now? It's not important. Am I a hoarder? No, it's not important. Yeah, what is this, the year 2004? (laughs) Like, why is there a magazine nearby? Okay, at least they're not newspapers. No, is that better or worse? I don't know. Somehow worse. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. I feel like sometimes I'm single-handedly keeping the print business alive. Okay. So Uh, yes. So to go back to the squiggly monster, first of all, I just want to give a comment on the, the costume of the squiggly monster because I feel like it, I, I think I like it more. No, I think I like it about the same because I like seeing the arms move the way that they have the arms attached by the fishing wire. But I mm-hmm. feel like sometimes the middle bit, like there's two panels and I think they move a little bit differently. Um, mm-hmm. And so that looks weird. And like the way that the hair moves is different. But um, yeah, I either absolutely love this or absolutely hate it. Uh, but I think I think I like it. Um 
uh, also the squiggly monster claimed that 2020 was their year, which is hilarious. So uh, <laughs> if this is your year, like, buddy, I'm sorry. It's a bad year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I think the squiggly monster was someone who was fun to start off with. I think the performance that the squiggly monster gave was definitely right up my alley. It was, have you ever seen the rain by CCR? So that was perfect. Like I said, I was doing the hand motions. I was ready to clap above my head. Um, even though you tried to stop me, (laughs) but I, I enjoyed the squiggly monster's performance. Yeah, no, this was a fun, fun character. I think that I remember when we were doing the draft, there were two characters that stood out as odd, right? One was Squiggly, one was um, the whatchamacallit. And I incorrectly thought I had picked Squiggly, which got me stoked. It was wrong. And I definitely feel like I got shafted by getting the uh, whatchamacallit because I also thought the Squiggly monster was fun to see. The I've seen the outfit up close. It's definitely more innovative and fun um, as opposed to the whatchamacallit, which yes, I'm just comparing the two at this point. But I did enjoy, I, I guess I only noticed the, the last pair of arms now because the, mm-hmm. on the top of the head, there's two sets of arms. So it's four, which I did not see before in the previews. Um, I overall enjoyed this, thought it was a good start to the show. The clue package is so intriguing to me because upon a second watch, I definitely noticed there's big video game vibes, big video game vibes in this whole package. And I just want to know what is up with the salami? What is the salami about? I'm so intrigued. Yeah, this clue package was super confusing. So the first time I watched it, I was very, very tired. I had gotten up at five that morning to go to work. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I remembered was the cookies, like chocolate chip cookies everywhere. And I was just convinced that that was the key. I was like, whatever this has to do. Obviously, this person is very heavily involved with cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, so that informs my my vault guess, which we'll talk about when the squiggly monster gets eliminated. But upon rewatch, there was a lot in there. So yes, it was the whole video game thing because the squiggly monster was, you know, completing the level, like level complete, blah, 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 whatever, mm-hmm. playing the video game. But I have the good evening, my fellow Americans, one out of a hundred lives. I don't know if that means anything. Um, the salami, like you mentioned, of course, the cookies, uh, the fact that the squiggly monster is apparently easy on the eyes, um, the weird monocle guy, and of course, the stethoscope at the end. Which I was like, oh my God, is this guy also Dr. Elvis? Enough, enough with the doctors. I, I like. I don't know what. What are we gonna do with like no, Kim Jong's a doctor? Like, well, yeah, yeah. But I think this could maybe be one. I, I don't think. I think this one is probably different. Like, oh, mm. he played a doctor on TV or something like that. See, yeah, I'm, I'm very much zeroed in on the video game motif. I think this is some kind of a gamer, similar to like how Ninja was on. The really? Show. Yes. Oh my god, we have such different thoughts. On oh, I who- love that. <laughs> okay that's that's fa- that's fascinating okay wait, wait, wait. so continue yeah i because i definitely thought that the fellow americans thing and the father figure and scoundrel and then the the top hack guy i was like i'm being told to go in another direction but the more and more i watched the clue package the more and more it was like different nods to video games like f- the beginning is very much a super mario type of start with the press start and all that. And then the going into different levels, I noticed, I feel like the cookies kind of remind me of the rings in Sonic, the hedgehog where like you're collecting all the rings. So, and then like the, for me, the biggest one is the cookie lock thing. I got to imagine it's either like a, like an achievement hunter type nod, or it's like a computer cookies, not literal cookies. 
Uh, so that was very intriguing to me. The, there are parts that lose me, like there's the 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 cookie turntable DJ stuff that I don't quite know. But and I don't quite have an exact who this could be. But I am so zeroed in on this being a potential gamer, and that the stethoscope could be like a um one of those like like surgery room simulator games that were very famous in Twitch back in like the mid two thousands. So that's where my head is at with this one. Okay, so I um I also got the video game thing, but for me it felt more like, oh, that's just where they've decided to put the squiggly monster as a character. Like they think he's just a video game guy. Like for example, the jellyfish is in the ocean, but like I don't think the jellyfish lives uh-huh. in the ocean. I see. I you see. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I felt like for me, I there were just like a lot of little clues that probably um indicate what this person has done in their career. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. but I think they're all more subtle. After the just the way that the clue package was constructed and then the the interactions with Nick and with the panel. At first, I thought maybe an athlete because he's so tall. Mm -hmm. But then after all those interactions, I got like a like a funny, like older, funny guy was kind of the sense. Like maybe the host of a TV show or or like the host of a TV show, maybe a sitcom, an actor, Um, not maybe someone who's super serious, but just very like funny. Um, I was thinking maybe like a Tom Bergeron type um, Interesting. In that in that vein, so that's what I was thinking. I think it's somebody older. I don't think it's someone younger. I have Tom Bergeron type for someone else on the on the group C, not this. Oh, one. for broccoli. Yeah, yeah. Because like I also like. Did you notice there was a penguin at the starting line where like uh, the press start and the salami and the penguin? Mm, no. At the at the very start screen before when Squiggly Monsters first introduced the animation. Yeah. Right before we get to choose your character, there's a penguin there. And I Oh. And I immediately first thing I thought of after all the video game stuff was Club Penguin. So Oh maybe. Yeah, I'm just zeroed in on this being a gamer. And like I feel like the whole um the the performative, the comedy part of them, I feel like I've seen a couple of the gamers in the last couple of years who like ended up going through the late night TV circuits and stuff that mm-hmm. they have developed that kind of banter capability. So yeah. I don't no, know. I need I'm, sense. I could see that. Yeah. I'm happy that we're on opposite sides here because I need to I'm looking at this and I'm I'm looking forward to next week because I want more clues on the squiggly. Mm-hmm. Um now as far as the performance went I thought this was, again, this was a great opening. It was a good time. Um, I thought that the squiggly monster sounded like an old soul, but as a young person, that's what I have in my notes. So, oh, gotcha. Yeah. So like, to me, it's like, oh, it could be like a, for example, Tazon Day sounds like an older person isn't old or wasn't old during chocolate rain. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting here. Not a Tazon Day vibe. Tazon Day type. No, not a Tazon Day type, but like a, um, someone with a deep voice that sounds older than they are. Um, okay, gotcha. Love the uh, voice. Yeah. Did not like the the Oompa Loompa looking dancers. That was a oh, little bit uh, off to me. I, my thought was they look like um they look like Rainbow Bright, but from a bad trip or something like that. Like what you would hallucinate when you're terrified and you've just been watching a bunch of Rainbow Bright. That was that was my thought. What's I, a I, Rainbow Bright? Rainbow Bright. I I don't know what that it's is. It's a it's a cartoon. Uh, may I Google it real quick? Yeah, of course. Rainbow Bright. She's like, uh, she's. It's a Japanese cartoon. Oh, I totally get it now. 
Yeah. See, see, she's like all colorful yeah, and stuff. No, that makes that sense. Because I, the other comment that I had was also this is sort of the Lorax forest because they had the, all the animated pinwheels mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. I'm still really digging all of the animation that pops out of the screen. I think it mm-hmm. makes it super dynamic. And I so wish they didn't have the audience. I wish they would just focus on the performance, but fine. Um. Yeah, if I may like speak on that real quick because you've been very vocal about your feelings about the audience and I've kind of taken a I don't care approach I five episodes in we don't need them like not only do I we, know like, not like, I know we didn't need them but like they're actively taking me out of it because I keep trying to think like wait why are you kissing your wife to who are you kissing your wife to like who, what is this and like it keeps cutting from the performance and it's like guy like we know these are no longer from this season therefore they are just taking us away from where we need to be because i feel like something dramatic will happen and then they'll cut to an audience member going <gasps> and then i'll just point at my the television screen and go they didn't actually say that yeah it's <laughs> like, didn't you're lying that way lies lies <laughs> Um, yeah so uh let me see what else do, do i have anything else on my notes here i did enjoy the rainbow in the background big rainbow and this was a hella pinwheels like i don't think i've seen these many pinwheels since i can't even remember it's been too long uh yeah okay um again like i said there was like an animated pinwell forest yeah i'm glad you dug me out of that because i was trapped i couldn't think of an answer of when was the last time i saw pinwheels um yeah i don't know like in lawns and stuff during fourth of july or something like i don't know when do people get pinwheels in my grade school i feel like does anyone get pinwheels outside of like primary school i don't know but pinwheels are pretty great we should get some what to do what with i don't know put them in our home to have the cats claw at (laughs) i think they'd be scared of them (laughs) (laughs) um you know what i was scared of Ken Jong, this uh, during oh. the judges' comments because like the mushroom, <laughs> Ken Jong the mushroom. No, so um, first of all, you know, I far be it for me to say I miss the vault train. I miss the you vault train the hard. Vo- okay, so you okay? This is quite the saga because you at first hated the vault train, and now mm-hmm. you're all in on the vault train, and now you hate to drop it in the slot. No, I here's the thing, right? So they they decided a new thing this week of uh here's how we're going to do this here's how we're going to have you submit things i love this tune snoop dogs drop it like it's hot 2006 i was vibing loved it still enjoy it now but did i need this drop them in the slot I see what you did. I see what you did. So that was, Liana, that was fine, right? They did it four times over. That was fine. What they didn't need to do four times over was goat Ken Jong on to do cringy dancing to the tune of. Sweet moves. <laughs> I feel like maybe that was the tie-in to the TikTok. They were like, crap, Ken does a bunch of awkward dancing. How are we going to make this part of the episode? Oh, we'll make it TikTok themed. It's so funny because like outside of the one joke he made, like Nick makes a joke, I think after the next performance where Ken does the dancing, he's like, it's like a TikTok, but bad. Outside of oh, that, yeah. the intro TikTok motif and then one of the performers clue packages it never comes up again. So 
Yeah, well, that was during the time when maybe they thought TikTok was going to be banned, so they didn't want to edge too much into it. But I think my question here is the fact that they had three episodes with the vaults and they only came up with two songs. So were they just like, oh, it's fine for the first one. Like, don't even bother. I know. I don't know. I don't know. It's upsetting. I would like them to be more creative. I want one more. I like these. I love these. Well, I, there's going to be many episodes. Oh, wait, there's no more. No, vaults. there's no, no more, more vault predictions. Yeah, I'm sorry. What would have been the That's third it. song? Let's let's think of it right now. What would have been oh, the third song? Oh, my God. I have to be creative. OK, let's see. So you need something with like vault or slot or guests or right. You know, it's got to be something associated with that. So um, <laughs> how about drop it in the vault? Oh, my God. <laughs> You couldn't do it. I'm tired. You <laughs> come up no, with something. You come up with something then. I am the resident creative, but I'm not the. Yeah. I, don't, I have no problems with them using the two songs. It's fine. Oh, you don't want a third one? No. You we, just we, said be more creative. Yeah, you be more. I'm fine. My life is fine. Oh, I thought you were talking to them, not me. How rude. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, no, I, I honestly also cannot think of one off the top of my head. Um. Maybe instead of jump, jump, dump, dump, and they got to dump it into the vault. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. What if it's like, bye, 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 but it's guess, guess, guess. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's got to have to do with you putting it in the slot. That- um, voting early with it. No, 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 not voting early with it. No, no, no. You've lost the plot, I think. <laughs> You've lost the assignment. You're okay. How about re- guess in a vault, like genie in a bottle? <laughs> this is too far. Move on. All right. Well, I'm going to move you on into the predictions here, the judges' guesses. So they, Robin Thicke went with Ray Romano. Jenny McCarthy went with Al Franken. Can you tell me who that is? Yeah, Al Franken. He was a comedian turned congressman turned canceled congressman. Oh, shoot. Canceled, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, when she was going along of like the redemption, I thought we were going to get Anthony Weiner guess. And I thought, hey, Salami Weiner, like that kind of makes sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um but yeah. yeah, I think I can't remember. So, OK, so let's see. So what exactly happened with the scandal? Because I remember it happened. It was like at the time when there were a lot of sexual misconduct allegations against Republicans and the Democrats wanted to be like, see, we're going to hold our senators to the same mm-hmm. standards. And so I think they removed him or something like that. I don't know. I can't remember. Ah, I see. I see. I see. OK, well, then we got I um we have one question this week. OK, from a listener. And that one question was, is. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the worst guess ever made on The Masked Singer. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. I, I mean, um, there are a, been a lot of bad guesses, and I'm mm-hmm. sure we would have to go back through the history of The Masked Singer to really rank this appropriately. Mm-hmm. But the reason why Fauci is a terrible guess is, one, height is completely <laughs> off. Okay. Two, are you freaking kidding me, Fauci? Like, you don't think that the guy has more important things to deal with? Three, he had vocal um, surgery on his vocal cords because he was talking too much. He's not going to go on a singing show. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, terrible guess. Terrible guess. Yeah, I, I want to give an honorable mention to the horrible guess in season one of uh, R.I.P. R.B.G. Um, made by one other Ken Jong as well. 
So I don't remember that. I mean, the thing is, is that it's hard because you can't take Ken seriously because it feels like he's not trying slash taking anything seriously. So, yeah, no, I mean, Ken, the, the one thing we can agree on, whether or not whichever one's the worst guess is that Ken is the worst guesser, Um, which spoiler alert, Mass Dancer is in production. And Ken Jong's going to be on that panel too. So this isn't going to stop anytime soon. Uh, does he, how did, how did he manage to do this? I mean, it's kind of impressive, right? Cause it's Kenter Day now or whatever, because it's, I can see Ken's your voice. Day. Ken's Day. Kenter Day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is. That's not even a mixture of Ken or a weekday. Anyway, um, cause he, he's got, uh, the voice show. He's got this show. He'll have the mass dancer. Oh, and no. he has he's a part of the panel of Mass Singer UK as well. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. but are they gonna show that on Fox? That's not gonna be on Fox, but um if you're a Mass Singer Mass Fan. Concept fanatic, you're not gonna you can't find the content without him anymore, is what it's coming to. Yeah. Be. So yeah, so that's happening. Um <laughs> however What's yeah. the worst masked something show? So we've seen like the masked baker, the masked dancer. The mass is the mass baker a thing? No, that's a joke. But okay. I've heard a number of people suggest it, so I feel like that's the one that has maybe the most legs. Um, we've already done like the masked dating shows, so we probably mm. wouldn't do that. I think it would still be a competition. Um, I think the masked chainsaw juggler would be pretty horrendous. Yeah, I was gonna say the masked knitter, <laughs> <laughs> like they just knit on stage. <laughs> All right. It's like, wow, Ryan Reynolds can really make a blanket. Damn. Out of Damn that's I know exactly scarf. who that finger work is. You. <laughs> what has happened to us? Okay. Okay. You know what? We're going <laughs> to. There's not much else to talk about here. It's too stuffy. I guess there's not mushroom left, but we're going to talk about the mushroom next. Okay. That was a segue and a half. So here comes the mushroom. Again, I don't think this is the best costume, Liana. I liked it more in pictures. Um, again, because it has this issue where there's sort of two pieces. There's the top piece and the bottom piece, which makes sense if you want it to move. It looks better when it's standing still. But Robin Thicke was all about this costume. He had the wow, 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 wow reaction when the mushroom came out. Yeah, which I don't I don't understand. It's kind of like a cross between Groot and E.T., you know what I also hated is its weird neck. It's got like the jo- the jowl neck and it hangs down <laughs> and it moves weird. It moves separate and so it just looks like this big like um like a frog with like a sack underneath its neck. Oh. Yeah, it's very odd. They may have removed it for the performance though now that I'm looking, but I feel like when it walked out it definitely had the jowls. Yeah, it's it's an interesting show. I I feel like I like the bottom piece more than I like the top piece. Uh, you mean the skirt versus the top, or are you talking about the jowls? No, no, the skirt. I like the skirt looking like it's a it's mushrooms growing on like the side of a thing. Mm, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely cool because it's supposed to be a tree mushroom thing. Yeah, so I like mm-hmm. that part. Um, in looking at the the mushroom, so I there was a lot of, that I loved about the mushroom. And that all came in the performance for me. As far as the uh, clues went, though, real quick, uh, healer and a scholar. Um, and then there was a briefcase. There was cheese. There was mention of a rat race. 
And then the the thing I liked was there was this like hot dog stand with a hat on it, and then like um a grasshopper playing the violin. So that was the thing that was happening, right? Here, so, yeah. So the overall narrative that I got was because there was the line of came up from the underground, which I know that that's a mushroom thing. But at the same time, it makes me feel like, oh, it was someone who has been kind of performing in the underground scene and mm-hmm. then um, was trying to start out in the rat race. Right. So had a brief uh, job that might surprise you um, and then got their shot. And they look like they're performing on a stage with a star in the background, which makes me feel like it's a American Idol type show. Right. Um, and at first, they didn't like the mushroom, which means that the judges maybe didn't respond all that well. Um, and so then they just kept growing until they became successful. That was the sense that I got. That was like the narrative. Right. Well, like, so the the judges of this, you know, Star Search American Idol thing, they're there with like, they're they're sitting in front of a garden hoe and a watering can and like a bunch of gardening stuff, which did it really make much sense? I think to that's me? just because it's a mushroom. Do you think it's because it's a mushroom, or do you think mm-hmm. it's got something to do with the clues? No, I think it's just because it's a mushroom. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. That's the hard part about these, right? Is parsing mm-hmm. out what's a real clue and what's a fake clue. Right. The, the only other thing that I know is there were a ton of Hamilton references, which I'm like, first of all, get out because I'm still stuck on my bad guess from group B. But the, so the, you know, the hero and a scholar, although they said healer and a scholar, young, scrappy and fungi, which was hilarious because young, scrappy and hungry world turned upside down, got my shot. Um, somebody say yes to this shroom where it happens and rise up are all Hamilton lines. Right. So for me, I was like, oh my gosh, Hamilton. But but then, of course, it feels almost too Hamilton. So it's OK. So maybe it's not someone who is in Hamilton, but maybe mm-hmm. it's someone who is, you know, born in Hamilton, Georgia, or their kid's last name is Hamilton or, you know what I mean? Like something else that's Hamilton related. Hamilton is a name, not necessarily in Hamilton, the play. Right. Yeah. So for me, um, I don't know. Again. We go back to this. I haven't really, I don't know anything about Hamilton really, but when you were like, oh, this is, this is Hamilton, this is Hamilton, this is Hamilton. And then we heard the voice. I was like, there's no way this has anything to do with Hamilton because that would just be too much of a giveaway right out the gate for you to be like, Hey, this front runner right here, you know who it is. I don't think so. Right. So I've, I think you rule it out completely. That's interesting to hear you say front runner because I think for me the mushroom did a good job. I wasn't a hu- I'm not a huge falsetto fan though. So mm. for me I was like this performance is good but it's almost I feel I have high expectations for the mushroom because I feel like they're either masking their voice in some way or they chose this specific falsetto voice in order to throw us off, right? Um and so I I thought this performance was good but I want more. And I almost expect more. I think we're going to get more. I think this was a soft start for the mushroom. And I do expect us to get way more out of the mushroom than we already have. Um, but we can just dive into the performance real quick. Um, the, the song was This Woman's Work by Maxwell. I was floored. I did not. And like for me, the best, like it started so strong. With Out of Nowhere, we had the explosion of pedals. And then from there on, it was just brilliance all over the map for me i loved every bit of it i had fun i was feeling all the feels my heart was in it 
this was so good. So, mm-hmm. so good. And I, especially comparing it to the rest of the people on the, on the uh, performance, it was so good. And also I feel like I need to hear the second song before I can compare directly to everyone else. But I do think that the mushroom is definitively in the top five. Yeah, I think the mushroom is probably in the top five. Uh, oh, no, I think the mushroom is the top person in this group pending next week's performance, because I don't I was not nearly as moved as you were with this performance or the judges. I didn't quite get it in the same way. Also, maybe it was that weird upside down spinny shot from the beginning that was throwing me off oh yeah i don't know i I wasn't a huge huge fan of this i mean it was fun right i didn't dislike it but i don't Mm. think i had such a strong reaction as you did i'm so upset for you (laughs) no because like liana here's the my thing is that because i think about it and like i think the top three in group b are pretty much you could even say are the top three then there's the sun Mm -hmm. and then there's the mushroom and then with the outside probably popcorn is in the top six with it Mm -hmm. yeah um but no, I, I do think that ultimately the reason it hit for me is that I like the falsetto when the falsetto comes in a genre that I like. So, so, so to go into some of the judges guesses, when they're throwing out Donald Glover, Usher and Frank Ocean, I vibe with all three of them. So mm-hmm. immediately I'm into it. Now, do I think it's any of them three? No. If, if it is Donald Glover and you pick Donald Glover, I will never forgive myself because I want Donald Glover. So. I did enjoy it a lot, but I do agree with you that we need a second performance. And I do think there is more the mushroom can give us than what the mushroom gave us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, you know, in trying to think of who the mushroom could be, I mm. loved the fact that it's a little bit more gender bendy than some of the other costumes that we've seen. I mean, you can see the panel when the mushroom first comes out and they're like, oh, you go girl, you go girl. And mm. then they change the pronouns to be male pronouns afterwards. Yes. But I still feel like it's someone who is maybe more more on the feminine side so i was like oh my gosh is the mushroom our first drag queen and then i got really excited and i was trying to think of who it could be and courtney act was the first person that popped in my head because courtney act competed on um the not american idol but australian idol australian the idol. first season of australian idol i was like oh my gosh that makes sense um and got like that was her shot to turn a hobby into a career and now mm-hmm. she's been performing all over the world and she's done so much and been on drag race and all that stuff um so that was my first thought. But my other thought was Billy Porter. Um, and I feel like Billy Porter always gets guessed. But I think that this potentially could be someone that fits the clues. Because when I was going through, he had a um, uh, an album that featured a lot of soulful takes on uh, Richard Rogers songs. And that includes mm-hmm. solos and duets from a lot of people that were in Hamilton. Like three different people, including Christopher Jackson, Leslie Odom Jr. Um, And so I was like, oh my gosh, maybe it's Billy Porter. And that's as far as I got on my guesses. Um, So I like those guesses. I like the idea that Billy Porter, Portobello Mushroom, there's some kind of tissue there. That would be cool. (laughs) Um, I only noticed the grasshopper playing violin right like in looking at the clue as we were talking just now. I don't Mm -hmm. know what that link is. But for me, there was one item in the entire clue package that I zoomed in on and I'm very excited for, but I don't know. And that is that the hot dog stand is wearing a hat. Very similar, (laughs) very similar to the hat made famous by one Pharrell Williams. I love Pharrell so much. When I heard the song again, 
It doesn't sound like Pharrell. But if we lend this person a week and they give us their more polished voice next week, yeah. then maybe I'll have a better answer for you. Because all the guesses mentioned, Frank Ocean, Donald Glover, Usher, my personal like look at maybe Pharrell, I can figure out who it is if I hear a better version of that voice. Because I did find the falsetto to be moving, but I also felt like it wasn't clear. So I need mm-hmm. more. But I'm very excited. Also, I need to figure out what this grasshopper thing is because... I swear, I feel like there's a there's a Pharrell link to this grasshopper. I don't see, know why. No, see, because okay, so yeah, I think that that's entirely possible. I think next week we'll really give it away. I think in the mm-hmm. same way with the crocodile that you know the crocodile has such a recognizable voice, mm-hmm. so he kind of threw his voice a little bit in the first um yes. the first performance, where like oh yeah, I can get it, but it takes a little bit more. I feel like the same thing with the mushroom, where they chose to go with a entirely falsetto performance mm-hmm. um on the with the purpose of throwing their voice a little bit because they're somebody who's so recognizable um so for me that's kind of the logic yeah. for this performance yeah like i think so <laughs> i've never done this but let's see if i'm zeroing in on this being potentially pharrell what needs to happen for that to be the case if we see any clues about something being despicable mm-hmm. seeing a minion um uh, I mean, he has a song with uh, with Robin Thicke that people might be trying to forget, but that's a thing that's happened. That's happened. So there's any RD. There's a lot that could be said. I'm excited just on the prospect, but I don't understand what the hot dog cart vendor thing had to do with it. So maybe that's the thing we look at. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. All in all, I'm very excited for the mushroom because I I genuinely thought this was one of the worst outfits. That's why I did not draft the mushroom. And then now I'm here being like, I wish I had the mushroom on my team. So, so, um, so I will, I will say from the preview podcast, the mushrooms mm-hmm. clue was if you want to know who's behind my mask, you'll need to figure out who's under my hats, which I think is a Pharrell clue. I would assume. I like Could be that Billy Porter, though. I don't know. Could be Billy Porter. Yeah. Cause isn't he like big on like fashion? Oh, faux show. There we go. Yeah. And like, I know that Pharrell is like, he's ventured into fashion. He's got like his own clothing lines and stuff. So that could be a thing. He, yeah, but I feel many, like Billy Porter is like a fashion icon, whereas right. Pharrell is like his hats. And then, but no, no, I mean, if you're looking at it that way, but like Pharrell was in a band, he it was a solo artist. He's a yeah. producer, big on beats and producing beats. He was on, he was like a presenter on, like a host on the, the judge on the voice. And mm-hmm. he has all the like, you know, clothing stuff. So if we look at it as like someone who's multifaceted in that way as well, then it looks mm-hmm. good for him. But again, this is like literally, I looked at one hat and I was like, it's Pharrell. So yeah. I have yeah. zero. Um, but I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I think uh, next week we'll illuminate a lot of our thoughts. <laughs> next week i'm like so it wasn't pharrell <laughs> so, i know well, it's gonna be the chris jackson guess all over again like so i was completely wrong <laughs> yeah the good news is liana and this is something that matt Singer makes me happy about is that now i'm going to end up listening to a lot of pharrell this week and that makes me very happy because mm-hmm. i love his music yeah okay. it is a very big inspo for music choices mm-hmm. definitely definitely like my if you look at my liked songs you can tell what the timeline was of when we were covering the mass singer <laughs> season three and yeah, season two go, go listen go look and see when I listen to nothing but Jesse McCartney because yep, I remember that's a wave. Yeah. Oh my God. Faux show. Faux show. show. All right. And before we go into the next performer, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So, I don't think you're ready for this jellyfish. Because that's right. The jellyfish is up next onto this grand stage. Liana, what were your initial thoughts on seeing the jellyfish walk onto the stage? Well, I thought that the costume was pretty cool in the preseason, and I stand by that. The only thing that I will say, and I can't remember if I said this during the preseason, the face is freaking terrifying. Mm-hmm. Everything scary. looks so good. And then the face looks like it's been sewn shut, and it is it's weird. yes yes it is very bizarre it looks like it was drawn on as an afterthought with a magic marker because mm. the rest of maybe it's just in comparison because the rest of the costume looks so cool i love the outfit i love the boots i would wear something like that for halloween it's just it looks really cool except for the face and that throws me off because i always zoom, <laughs> zoom in on the face when it's singing and it's scary well yeah it feels like they've outlined this is where we're gonna like put the eye holes and the face holes. Yeah, like we need they, to sew something on it. Yeah, but then they <laughs> forgot and they're like, we don't have time. Just put slap it on and go, slap it on and go. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, this was one of the picks I made because I thought the outfit was flashy. It didn't it delivered in that avenue. The only thing was the face. Um, can you walk yeah, us you through? Yeah, you picked the jellyfish second. I did. I felt, I felt pretty strongly about the jellyfish, especially after you had taken the seahorse it felt like the next place to go mm-hmm. yeah i okay so for the jellyfish for me apart from the face being terrified for the clues i got the sense that this was someone younger so it talked about them reigning supreme over their underwater kingdom but then they decided to journey into the real world and experience life and go to glogella and party <laughs> it up and that's sort of where they are that was the again if we're talking narrative of the story that's the story that i got from the jellyfish mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, I don't have any decent reads here with the jellyfish. I will say the weirdest thing that uh, Nick Cannon said last night was the jellyfish is the single biggest threat to a family of four on the beach. Really? Yeah, that was is that a reference to something that we don't know? Because I was like, first of all, why is it a family of four? What, you know what I mean? There's just so many questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, why not? Wouldn't it be in the water? Wouldn't it just be any type of, you know, beachgoer? Very odd that he was specifically like, no, we're talking only nuclear families. They are the only ones that jellyfish care about. Yeah. 
So that was interesting from uh, from Nick. I don't know where his mind is at, but whatever. Do you? It's all good, man. <laughs> whatever. It's all good. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I once upon a time I reigned supreme. I saw they like focus in on the two like hand fans. Do mm-hmm. we call them hand fans? Is that what they're called? Hand fans. They were Chinese fans. Okay. So two of those, and then there was a tiara that was like brought into focus. Um, making friends, going to parties. You mentioned the Glogella thing. And then they did, one of the judges brought up the angelfish. And then I'm looking at this, um, it's like an entry to a club or whatever. And then it says new rules, no rough guys, no just can't get enough guys, no chest always so puffed guys. I imagine those are lyrics to someone's music who I am not familiar with. Mm. Um, and then baby powder was also a thing. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. The So I want to talk about the performance before I talk about my guesses because they kind of all go together go to it. inform the guests. So the performance was Big Girls Don't Cry by Fergie, which mm-hmm. I love. So another mm-hmm. another banger for me. Banger. I thought that the jellyfish did a great job. It was a really solid performance, but you could definitely, like Robin Thicke pointed out, hear the nerves in her voice. And mm-hmm. I think that that will prob- hopefully go away as she becomes a little bit more comfortable. I remember the Flamingo even had that issue where she felt a little nervous and um, and that went away with time. I wasn't uh, I was going to say blown out of the water to make a jellyfish reference in, <laughs> in a threat to the four family of four. Mm-hmm. But I still thought it was really, really good. So all of those things together make me feel like this is not someone who is known as a singer. They're probably famous for other non-singing reasons. Okay. Do you have any kind of like inkling on like a oh. like a like a blank type so I can start maybe thinking that way? Oh, so here's what I think we have. I don't think we've seen our Olympian yet because everyone that's left, I, about that. I think, is a really good uh, is is less in is more in the performance realm. Right. And so the jellyfish was the one that I narrowed in on, on potentially being our Olympian this go around. Mm -hmm. And my guess is Sean Johnson. Let me tell you why. Sean Johnson. Okay. Yes. Uh, She's an Olympic gymnast, a U.S. Olympic gymnast. Here's the reason why I think it's Sean Johnson. One, baby powder is made by Johnson and Johnson. That's actually, (laughs) I respect that so much. So what if it's Sean Johnson? And let me tell you how I got. Okay, let me tell you actually how I got this guess. I Googled baby powder and Johnson and Johnson popped up and I was like, oh, my God, Sean Johnson. And then I started putting everything together. I was like, okay, Olympian. I went through everybody else. I was like, I think that she could be our only Olympian. Um, Mm -hmm. Sean Johnson has written books, which the little jellyfish, the book at the beginning could be indicating like books. The Chinese fans could indicate Beijing. She was in the summer. Yeah, she was in the 2008 Summer Olympics that were in Beijing. And the most important thing for me is she was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which, like, solidifies it. Now, next week, I will be here saying, <laughs> okay, nope, not Sean Johnson. I was totally wrong. Not even, even an Olympian. But at the moment, this is where I'm landing. And I feel really good about this mm-hmm. guess. I'm excited. I'm excited for you if that is truly the case. I will say... Um, I googled baby powder song <laughs> um, and there is a song that was released this year this summer called baby powder by an artist called Jean Vieve who I've never heard of okay. um, 
who has no wiki but 28,000 followers on Insta. So um, I believe she's a French artist, if the uh, bio is to say anything. I Mm -hmm. mean, so that being said, I don't know. Um, I think Joey. I'm gonna. <laughs> he probably has the connect. Yeah, I will I, say I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fall flat on my face on this one with my vault guess. I'm sure as well because I genuinely had zero reads, and I thought that the 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 vocals were good with the big girl don't cry. Um, but also it kind of felt like this is a song that the artist or the performer knows well and is emulating yeah. to what they've heard. Yeah, I, I get that as well. So again, that's the sense that I that is, oh, this maybe isn't someone who is known for their performing. So they're more of a and there's nothing wrong with this, but a singing no. in the shower type gal, which is, you know, my MO anyway. So I get that for the Volgasses. I just want to say Puya made me lock them in immediately after watching the episode. And I, like I said, got up at 5 a.m. and this was late and my brain wasn't working and I have horrible guesses. I mean, not that even thinking about it more would have really helped me mm-hmm. all that much, but I'm hoping to get out of the embarrassment later, just like Ken when he'd guess Mariah Carey for the lips. Yeah, I thought I thought it'd be fun if we both we both did them right then and there without our you rewatch. Me. <laughs> um, I will say, remember last season when um which of the which of the which of the costumes had a beauty mark on it? Do you remember the flower? I think so. Um, the I will say just now having the performance in the background, the jellyfish has a beauty mark on her Ooh. right cheek. Yeah, that they drew on. No, it's like bedazzled. It's like shiny it's diamond. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. And I did find like this was big diamond energy. Like the background, everything looked shiny and sparkly with the diamonds, the tiara. This could like low key, like the Sophia Richie, is that that's related related to Nicole Richie, I'm guessing. Um yes. Sorry, I was looking to see because I don't think it was the the mass or the flower now that I think about it. I'm trying okay. to find the beauty mark because I do remember that though. But now it's yeah, one of them did. Figure out who it is. Yeah, yeah. so if it, like I, I this could be like a like a mogul type person if the the royalty vibes are checking out. Oh, the tree, the tree. It was the tree. Oh, so it was the tree. So it was um yeah, Anna Gasser season two. Yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna have to come in in the editing room like Ali on New Girl Guy <laughs> and like edit it in so people don't add us. Uh, you, you, you you made it so I didn't have to, and I appreciate. I you did it. That. Yeah. Okay. So I yeah, all of this to say that you know the judges had guesses all over the map with Aquafina with Sophia Richie. So I feel good about the fact that this could end up being our kitty, where we don't know who it is all the mm-hmm. way until the mm-hmm. unmasking, which I don't mind. I don't mind having a decent singer who we don't know. Um, now again, I feel firmly about what I said earlier that. I don't necessarily see the jellyfish in the top six of the mm-hmm. best ones, but w- the the jellyfish has one more opportunity to wow us. And I am excited to see what that is, because I don't think whoever the jellyfish is, their singing voice is the cadence of Fergie all the way. So whatever song they pick next, that's going to be their true voice. And I'm very excited for it. Hmm. So we're going to have one more episode where we go down to four and then we're at four, four and five. No. No, no, three, three, three. We, yeah, we'll go down to three. So we'll have three, three, four, three. four and three. So yeah. then are we going to get one more episode from each where we get like a single, double, single elimination and then we go to the final six? Because I'm pretty remember. sure it's final six. 
Or do we just uh, all go sure in where they that? all I feel like I feel like you think that I don't think that's <laughs> the case. I mean, I do think that. Um, I don't know where I got that information from. Yeah, but. I'm going to quickly see if I can pull up the schedule here. Um, I, I don't see anything here, but no, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I think that I feel confident in saying that if there was only two people coming from this group, that the jellyfish is taking the second spot. Yeah, so there's going to be two. So the group, so after the group C playoff, so after next week where we go down mm-hmm. to three, we're going to get the group A finals, the masked frontier. <laughs> um, I love that. So, which actually the episode titles have been hilarious. Masked but not least, funny you should mask the masked frontier, <laughs> cloudy with a chance of clues. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we're going to go down to two from each group and then they're going to perform and then I think we go down to like our top three and then it's the finale because we're only going to get the winner will only perform five times yeah there we go so yeah you're absolutely on the money because group B is going to have a double a limb at the finals which is going to be brutal yeah that's going to be really brutal yeah so then from there three of the (laughs) I know right so it'll be the super six and then from there three of the super six will be unmasked in the same night in a special two hour episode airing December 2nd oh my gosh yeah so there's gonna gonna be be a bloodbath it's like the triple eviction all over again but hopefully this one will be fun (laughs) Uh, the finale is gonna be December 2nd with a total of 13 episodes okay gotcha sorry not the finale being December 2nd the the two hour episodes December 2nd gotcha okay oh my god I am not ready for that. Okay. Ooh, my, oh, my what heart's the? ready for all the heartbreak. Yeah. <laughs> the, the red wedding, but the mass singer version. So I guess so, I don't know, the masked wedding. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. The imagine losing, like, imagine losing the serpent and the crocodile and like the popcorn in one night. That's what I'm saying, yo. <laughs> okay. Yo, that's it. That's it. Yo, that's okay. It. <laughs> so. You 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 got to talk about this. It's your favorite vegetable. I don't right. vibe with this. It's not my favorite vegetable, first of all, but I'm ready to broccoli into the broccoli. <laughs> hey, all right. So uh, I like the point, the fact that they pointed out that it was the thingamajigs, like drunk uncle. Which yes, is very very much like big drunk uncle energy mm-hmm. uh, from the broccoli. So that was hilarious. And so definitely even the way that the broccoli walked out on stage, I just got the sense that it was someone who is maybe a little bit older. But then mm-hmm. we popped into the clue package and I felt like it was almost the exact opposite. It felt like it was definitely trending towards someone younger, right? The clue had you completely fooled. I will say oh, sitting yeah. next to you on the couch. I was like, um, I don't think I'm seeing this the same way you are. Because <laughs> it was TikTok. I know that's it all it took. To be someone young. <laughs> it's Jason Derulo. Oh my god! If Jason Derulo was on the show, I would. Uh, wow. Uh, you would what? Sorry, I would be very excited. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Move on. So the clue package for the broccoli. Puya, what did you get out of this clue package? Um, Hopefully not so, broccoli stuck in your teeth. <laughs> oh god, I don't like you. I don't <laughs> I, I I tolerate you. I don't Just like you. Florette about it. <laughs> you look stupid. You know, like forget about it, but broccoli florette. No, I I, I, I forgot about it real quick. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Do you get it now? 
<laughs> so we've got the broccoli. Okay, enough. <laughs> we we've got the broccoli. Florida about it. Okay, so the broccoli is sitting outside on in the backyard, and there's a can of soup next to the broccoli, and then there's two chili pepper dogs, so chili dogs, um, chilling and like barking at each other, and then there's a treehouse like behind the lettuce leaves or whatever leaves. Mm-hmm. So that's happening. Um, then there's there was a car wash, which I thought was interesting. Uh, the three amigos or like the three masked uh, men in black who were just playing guitar and trumpet and stuff that gave me three amigos vibes. Mm-hmm. And then there was the car wash with the with the yellow Ferrari thing, which I don't think that matters at all. But well, the license plate was LD one ESMN. And yeah. I have no idea what that means. Ladies, man. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I get it now I'm glad you do <laughs> I was like it's it's an acronym it stands for something uh, I don't know yeah. I, I mean it's very well could it could be like an acronym masked in the ladies man thingy no it's 100% ladies man I'm okay. just trying to read into it slash an idiot um, and then there was a swing and then the broccoli said big shoes to fill. Um, I think you're 100% on the money. This is someone older. Um, and like it gave me very Tom Bergeron taco vibes in that it's an older person who can sing, can sing. But I don't know if they're like a singer. Mm. If that makes okay, sense. Okay, so interesting. So I um uh I didn't think Tom Bergeron, but my thought was someone sort of like the male who whoever the male version of the Gladys Knights, the Patty LaBelle, so the Shaka Khans, the Dion Warwicks. Huh? So like a like an yeah, older a singer. singer. I yeah, I think it's an older singer. Okay. So my short list, even though I don't necessarily think it's any of them, is like a Barry Manilow, Tom Jones, Neil Diamond type. Those were the first names that all popped into my head. Hmm. I feel like it could be somebody like that because I think both in the physical movement and then also the singing, I think it's someone who, you know, uh is a seasoned performer, um, but maybe a little bit older and that in, in that kind of vein. And that would make sense because because I feel like they've burned through a lot of their like strong female icons. And so now they're going to do like, all right, well, now we'll do like male icons or something like that. <laughs> Let's go through the male ones. Well, if that's the direction, because then that we're once again at a place where we're both going the wrong way or the opposite way. rather. Yeah, the opposite so, way. I don't really have a good read. I will say the three amigos and then the the what's it called? The three men and a baby references i could see it being someone from like a trio of sorts like a three musketeers i don't mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. um so that's the thing or i mean if i can get your help here is there like a like a like a trio group like a troop tri- like a triple group i don't like know a tr- like a troop like a triple group troop? is a troop supposed to stand for triple group <laughs> no troop. Okay. I, maybe wait is troop a compound word. Let's find no out. No way. Uh, b- 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 All right. You know what? We'll do more work on okay. this and we'll get back. Also, the broccoli said that they've been on many stages. I don't know if that's like 
if that means like just they've been they're like a well traveled like a touring artist or it's like i've been in the stage of sports the stage of dance the stage of singing like that kind of like under many hats type of vibes i don't know mm. um yeah i don't know i mean all that to say that you know the broccoli's fine <laughs> yeah broccoli I mean, if we're th- like uh sorry the only group that the well the first group that popped in my head is like Smokey robinson and the miracles or something like that um i don't know who that like is something along those lines that's what i'm saying it's in the it's in the temptations aretha franklin mm. realm of people um i have yes. to go make sure everybody's alive um yeah uh is neil diamond still alive neil diamond <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. He's still alive. The okay. problem is that a lot of them are like 80 now. So I don't know mm. if, uh, if they would be performing on the mass singer, which I feel like during a pandemic that, uh, probably not a great idea, but that's, that's still the realm that I'm thinking. I'm excited to get more clues because I'm hoping that it will help me narrow it down because I feel pretty confident about the arena. Now it's just about picking the person. So I, I hope that, like I said, the, because the, the broccoli is clue from the preview was I'm Brocco lean, mean, heart pumping machine. After all, it's how I got my six pack, which is not particularly helpful to me. So. So. Is there a chance that the whole like, can you repeat the clue one more time? The one from the preview? Yes. Okay, the clue was I'm a Brocco lean, mean, heart pumping machine. After all, it's how I got my six pack. Oh my God. Okay. What if it's a group of six? No, 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 no. What if it's lean, mean, fat reducing grilling machine? What if it's George Foreman? You think that's what it stands for? I thought when I heard that clue the first time, I thought it was someone uh, of the athlete form. Yeah, I mean, I have written down athlete question mark, which yeah. makes me think also maybe an athlete. So, like, uh, if, if we're leaning broccoline into the broccoli, into the health stuff, because even the broccoli, when <sighs> spoken to after, talked to Nick and said something about health vibes. What if this is the someone in the George Foreman type of world? Uh, I mean, it can't be George Foreman because George Foreman is super tall. Um, the and broccoli I feel like- does not look short. Yeah, but the bro- Nick is six one, and the broccoli's shorter than Nick. Is the broccoli shorter than Nick? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Let me see. Uh, oh snap! You you are not how how tall is George Foreman? Six four, six three, something like that. Uh, according to his Wikipedia page, he's six four, six oh, three. Man, I really thought I just stumbled onto like an ace guess here. Oh. Yeah, that would have been a good guess. I know. Okay, is there like a who's like the shittier version of George Foreman <laughs> in like the the food industry type vibes? Uh, wait, okay, so you mean not the boxer, but in the no, like a, like an athlete that is involved with healthy food and stuff, or has their own like cookery or or a recipe book or machine uh um who is it that was on the um the apprentice who has but it wasn't uh shoot um okay so here's the thing let's call audible it doesn't matter um the truth is i don't know who this (laughs) who this is and i would have felt so happy if i did but i just don't and um the guesses the the judges made kind of fall into where I am leaning more, which is not a seasoned singer, not mm-hmm. a like a huge star from back in the day. So 
we're on the wrong side, potentially. You might be on the right side. I think this one, more than any artist, we need the second song to shortlist it. But also, if I'm guessing who's the candidate to leave next, I would imagine it's the Broccoli. I think it's really going to depend on next week's performance because I feel for me, yeah, the broccoli and the squiggly monster are pretty close with the jellyfish right there as well. Yeah. I think think the squiggly monster is better. Yeah. 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 I think they're better, but they're not. The squiggly monster is not, Oh, this is immediately apparent who I think is going to go. You know what? Use right. Use right. It's like when the, um, when the giraffe went, when I didn't think the giraffe should have gone. Sure. Yeah. A situation like that. Okay, okay. Well, on that note, I don't know how much longer I can talk about stuff, but I guess I have to keep my lips moving onto the next performer, which is also a pair of lips. It's the lips. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So the lips gets rolled out on a on a nice fancy chair. Was that bad to say? <laughs> like yeah like a like a daybed kind of thing it was like can can the costume can like can the lip not walk lips is lips is not walk mm-hmm. well yes um we we will talk about that but um I, I think i've cracked the code there okay. um but here comes the lips and last performer of the night I did not expect the lips because uh, I thought the lips was uh, a standing performer I didn't realize that the lips was going to be sitting um, and then I did it. I thought it might have just been like a grand entry. Um, yeah. but then later we found out, oh, the lips isn't going to be standing. Okay. Yeah. Lips costume, mass singer sitting. <laughs> yeah. Like, because I wonder if it was the way that the costume was constructed because I felt in the promo photo, the lip was standing. Yes. But apparently, I mean, all the performance and then when the lips got revealed, they were sitting. So, yes. Uh, um, so spoiler alert, this is the performer that's going to be unmasked. Liana, would you like to tell the people um, uh, an update on our vaults? What do you mean? Like our dropping in the vault guesses? Yeah, would you like to tell them what the score is now? <sighs> okay, well, so here's what happened. Because you were like, oh my god, WW, West Wing, Wendy Williams. And, that, and then it was like, then the performance happened and it was like, oh yeah, it's Wendy Williams. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it was a combo of that. And then the New York stuff. Cause I feel like I vaguely remember her wearing like a statue of Liberty costume. Yeah, she did because, um, uh, Naomi did her in snatch game and wore the same costume. That's That's exactly why I remember that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So uh, for anyone keeping scores two nothing, um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I got one, but I will say, so we've been asked to dive into the clue packages once someone's unmasked and tell people what the clues meant and how they link to Wendy Williams in this instance. Do you have any of those answers? Because I'm really outside of WW and my stupid guess, they're actually being correct on like, that's what that meant. I don't really have all that much. Like I don't know what the leopard print and the disco stuff is supposed to be. So, well, I remember one video from her house and she had just like a ton of tchotchkes and I feel like that could be some of them. She's like a tchotchke person. I don't know. Okay. I'm not a huge Wendy Williams fan for comments that she's made. So like she's not my favorite person in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't know I did not go through. But at the end of the episode, I feel like they revealed that 12 represents the fact that <laughs> she what this is her. T- she's got a show for 12 seasons and something else about 12. Well, it was like 
12, it was a number 12 jersey, and it had something to do with New Jersey and her 12th season of her show. Yeah, right, right, right. So that yeah. was that one. Um, the kangaroo. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't have no idea about that. Uh, yeah, maybe we should have looked that up beforehand. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. But um, ultimately, what did you think of the performance? Her performance. Wow. Uh, if you can call it that. Um, I mean... She seemed like she was having a good time. She snorted in the middle of the performance, just said, oops, haha, and moved on. Uh, Robin just straight up made a drink uh, during the performance. What? Did I not yeah, catch that? Yeah, he had a tumbler. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Oh, that's, and, I, and I called myself the tumbler this episode. Yeah, that's why I thought you said that. Oh, my God. I just clocked it. Wow. I did not clock that before. Yeah, he was literally <laughs> making a drink during the performance, and he has the the drink sitting off to the side. Oh, that's so funny! What? Yeah, that's so weird. Okay, so that happened. Um, what did you think of the lip dancers? Ooh, yeah, those were creepy. The yeah. uh, I guess they were just wearing morph suits and then giant lips on their face. Lip heads, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm happy that the lips is gone. It's creepy. Hmm. No, I agree. Um. Yeah. So the unmasking happens. It's Wendy Williams. So I I did say. So I um found out that Wendy Williams has something called Graves' disease, mm-hmm. which is an autoimmune disorder that causes hyperthyroidism or overactive thi- thyroid. Yes. Yeah. And I know she's got lymphedema. I think also because I saw a picture once and I was like, "Ooh, she looks like she has lymphedema." Googled it, and she definitely has lymphedema. Okay. Yeah, so, so I think that that makes it harder for her to stand as well. Yeah, I think it's a mixed bag there. Um, two out of the four judges guessed correctly on their vault guesses and got a win. Um, I would like to now point everyone's attention to when we talked about Anthony Fauci being the dumbest guess. To guess Mariah Carey on the lips is the stupidest thing. Ken is done. Because it was Ken after danced. the performance also, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. So and that's just straight up embarrassing. Ken with his whole chest said Mariah Carey. So, <laughs> But here's the thing. He, he looked genuinely like he was like, honestly, I had no clue. I don't think it was a bit. I think he genuinely had no freaking idea what Do you to think, put. So he had no idea and he just went out, went for the lulls. He was just like, haha. I think so. I think he went for the lulls and then was like, oh, God damn it. Like, <laughs> this is gonna get revealed because he wasn't doing his whole acting shtick where he's like I know exactly who this is blah, blah blah whatever it felt a little bit more genuine and I think it was actually funny <laughs> yeah fair enough okay I'll give you that I'll give you that Um, let's see is there anything else left that you want to speak about with regards to the lips next week any of the other performances no I think I'm good Lovely. And given the quick turnaround here, um, it's been a bit of a whirlwind. I have, this is the third podcast I'm doing in the span of about 20-ish hours. So I forgot, I'm sorry, audience, I'm sorry, friends, I forgot to put out a question thread. So there's not many questions. We answered one earlier. We answered the second one about the clues. So there you have it. That's everything we've got going on here. Liana, ahead of next week, where can people find you and what do you have going on? Okay, so you can find me on... Okay, sorry. I googled sexy drink and very sexy martini came up as a top answer. No, There's also didn't. a sexy snowman martini. Yes, I can show you. 
it's you're you're okay you know what it is the first one and then yeah film, see? the next one the aphrodisiac cocktail sexy lexi sex in the driveway what what is that i don't know but why is why is why is the the the, the sangria not here because sangria is not sexy can i google that next is sangria, is sangria? Sexy? <laughs> question mark I don't know. I think you should tweet it out with a post of a poll and put yes or no and then see what the answer is. Oh, my God. OK, people are going to be like, what's say. going on? And to them, I say, uh, if you've made it to this podcast, shout out to you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to I'm going to put that in there while you do your plugs and tell okay. us where we can find you. Fabulous. I can't wait to find out the results. Yeah. So you can find me on Twitter at Liana R.H.A.P. Big Brother may be over, but Mike Bloom and I are going to be back one more time to talk about this season and wrap everything up on the R.H.A.P. BNB. It's just going to be Mike and I, and we're going to go over all of our superlatives and predictions and all that good stuff. Dab in the casuals corner a little bit to see what the casuals thought of everything. So I think that that's going to be a great time. Love that. I'm very excited for the uh, for the old finale to the BNB. And um, on that note, there was also the finale to the Big Brother stuff. Um, I did the finale recap. I had the honor of hosting. So check that out. That definitely was a thing that happened. I'm very happy about, very proud of. And uh, you can find me on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch.tv. It's Puyaism for all three. I did do a 90 Day Fiance podcast we talked about episode 17 of 90 day fiance the other way with jason reed that should be in the feed on the reality for happens network as well as this podcast and also last but not least if you are interested in the game of among us the game that swept the world we play every week sundays at five eastern over on my twitch channel that's twitch.tv slash puyaism you'll see a lot of familiar faces there liana one of the familiar faces there so if you want to see us be avoiding each other roasting each other outside of this podcast you will find us there as well doing all the things so liana before we head out you want to really quick you want me to tell you how many people have voted yes 18 votes so far okay. uh by a vote of 55 percent to 44 percent yes sangria <gasps> sexy Ooh, fascinating okay i'm gonna retweet this and now we'll see what the Let's get my my followers. On your fo- it. Let's get your followers on the case. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't think it um, changed all that much. Yeah, well, well, definitely. I will note this down, and we will talk about it at the top of next week's show for sure. Because after all, that is what you're here for: is the nonsense, it's the ridiculous, and when Mass Singer provides it, we'll provide it too. Until next time, we'll unmask you. Then take care and have a good one. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. 
So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.